Sir, are you ready? Sir, are you ready? Weather. Weather. <laughs> the last time I was at a movie theater was Fifty Shades of Grey. What? Every week. <laughs> Consistently bad. I mean, who else does it this good? Yeah, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to episode 30 of A Fighting Chance. I'm Jared, and of course we have Salvador, the Ox Garcia. How's it going, my man? What's up? <laughs> What's up? Oh, that's your that's your new entrance, dude. That yeah, that yeah. could literally be a KO punch in any first round of a fight. Like, sir, are you ready? Sir, are you ready? Weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would want to fight that? Nobody, dude. That's the killer move right there. Literally killer. <laughs> scream. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways. Dude. No, dude. Dude, it's all We're good. Back. We got. As uh, as I was listening to Corey Sandhig and talking about in media day, we all have to find different ways to express ourselves. So if that's right. yours, I I accept, I, and I'm proud of it. Just not I, back tattoos that you're gonna regret. Who who's got those? Does does it, does Corey. it more? Corey does. That's what he was, or, or at least some, oh, the part of the interview that I saw. He was saying that he kind of regrets his back tattoo. Really? What's on his back? Does it say Sandhagen? Uh, I thought it was like a samurai thing. He said it's religious and he's not really super religious now. Okay. Uh, so he kind of regrets the tattoo, which is like a massive piece. Dude, what do you think? Okay. So Emily's told me that like a lot of fighters have their last name, uh, tattooed mm-hmm. on their back. And yeah, Gaethje has it. Yeah. Like that makes complete sense to me in a sport where you're not wearing a shirt. Cause like, that's like how people recognize people by their jerseys is the last name. What do you mm. think of that? Well, I never thought of it like that. Um, <laughs> How did you think of it? I just thought it was like, oh, shit, they got their name on their back. But no, I know dude. there is there is some kind of stat with fighters who have their tattooed. I think there's like a higher win percentage if you do have your name tattooed on your back. Um, this sounds conspiracy. But I think it's pretty cool. I don't mean, if you want to put your name on your back, I don't It's. I think but it's I mean, cool to rep, to rep your, your name. Yeah. I mean, but to me, it's their jersey. Like that's the uh, that's the way I've always yeah. thought about it. A- Emily's always like put it down. She's like, I don't know why they have their names tattooed to their back. I'm like, well, because it's their sport and it's like their jersey. Yeah. So what do you want to you want to watch football I mean, without names on their backs? They also hit each other in the head for their living. So you know that's the sport though. Do whatever you want. Like <laughs> tattoo anything on your body. Who cares? Yeah. Or do you do you have any tattoos, Sal? No, but I want a tattoo. Planning on it. What, yeah, what yeah. Gonna I'm get? gonna get a drum drumstick on my uh, on my forearm. Ooh, oh, mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna get a tattoo of you getting a tattoo of a drumstick on your arm on my forearm. Wow, I like yeah. that. It's creative. Yeah. Thank you. It's but different. um, yeah, we got UFC San Antonio coming up this weekend, which is very exciting. Yes. it's exciting for us because I think it's the first card where we've had two fighters who have been on this podcast. On the same yeah. card. That seems accurate. That's true. Steven yeah. Peterson and Trevin Giles. And I, it seems like the majority of people are, are picking, picking those them. two guys to win. Yeah. So Dude, I, mean, I know. And that kind of scares me. But that it also gives me com- <laughs> it gives me confidence. But I I also like that they're back-to-back. Mm-hmm. They're going to literally be um, fighting one after the other. And I like that because we can just lock in in those moments and root for our guys. Yeah. Dude, our, uh, our boy Slava Claus got booked. Oh, really? Finally. Yeah, dude. It took forever. I've been checking forever. Since we had him on, I've been checking uh, periodically to see if he got booked. And f- just recently, they got him a fight. Dude, he's such a nice um, guy. Who's he fighting? It's against. Um, I think Suma, Suma Darji. No, that's that's the uh, flyweight guy. I have to check because it's like one of those ones where he announces it, but it hasn't been really announced everywhere else. Okay. Um, is it on a what card is it on? It would be okay, I have it here. Slava uh, Claus. Slava Claus. Dun 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 Slava Mahesh, Claus. Maheshate. Who? The guy's name is Maheshate. That's just that's his whole name. Ma Maheshate? Maheshate. who is this guy? Oh, Maheshate Hayusair. Who is um, he? That's a dangerous sounding name. Yeah, he looks scary. He's strange with Shravkat. 
Oh, no. Don't do Slava like this. Dude, I mean, Slava is, you know, really good. Yeah. Um, but Okay, he's 9 and 2. He's from China. 23 years old. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Do you remember the Rafa Garcia fight where, like, there was he lost, I think, like, a pint of blood? It was in no. December. Ken and your Strickland card. Yeah. It was a crazy fight. Nuts fight. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. that guy. Yeah, I was at Ali's bachelor party. Wait, that guy? Yeah, the, this guy's the guy good. who made that. The guy who made that guy lose a pint of blood. Yes. Ah, the guy responsible for that. Oh no! Or sorry, he lost. Sorry, he lost to him. Uh, but yeah, he still gave him that cut on his head. He's well, a good this fighter. Guy, this guy lost the fight. He lost the fight. Yes, yes. Oh. oh. Um, he knocked out Steve Garcia before that, and then his other fight was in the contender series. So he's new to the UFC, but he's young, hungry, he can scrap. Uh, I'm excited for that one. It should be good. Any Slava fight is a good fight. For sure, but we need Slava to get this win. Not for us, I think but, he wins. but for Slava. I think this is a favorable matchup. I think any fight where Slava can be the guy striking is a favorable matchup. I don't think many people can hang with him on the feet. Well, he hasn't met Salvador the Ox Garcia, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I got a little one-two, you know. It's, <laughs> you got it's some fast. three. You got three-four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, that's so. Wait, what card is it on though? That is in. I think it's a July. All right, all right. Um, May twentieth. We got to get Slava back on the show for that. Yes, for Cause, sure. Because he's awesome. Like that was one of the most. Uh, I don't know. It, it, we've had a lot of interesting conversations, but just I, I think it's just because of like where like where he's from. It was a different kind of thing. Yeah, there's not many guys that I've talked to from you know Russian fighters who have came over here to to make a life for themselves. You know, I, I was thinking about it, and of all the guests we've had, uh, there's only been one that's come on and then he fought, which was Damon Jackson. No, oh, don't say that, dude. We don't. Yeah, that was so, hard. Um, two fighters on this card. We could have a positive record coming out of this. You come on this show, you got you 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 win. God damn it, you win, dude. There's a chance though, if this weekend doesn't go well, like if Trevin and Steven Peterson lose this weekend, there's a chance that <laughs> nobody will ever come on this show ever again. It's like the Conan curse. You go on Conan and you lose. <laughs> or the uh, the embedded curse. You get a haircut on UFC embedded, you're done. I've, I have not heard that one. Yeah, dude. I think um, Justin Gaethje before the Khabib fight got a haircut and then he lost. Well, he was going to lose that regardless of the haircut. Kamaru Usman got a haircut before the Leon fight. He got knocked out. Um, <laughs> what else? There's been a bunch. Every mm. time a guy loses, usually they're getting a haircut on embedded. Excuse me. Oh, you're good. Um, all right. Well, if they if these two lose this weekend, it's not going to look good for the curse. Don't even talk like that, though. You say when these two win this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At UFC San Antonio, dude. I might, I might sell a guitar and put it on the two of them as a parlay. Don't do that. And then rebuy the guitar. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't play like that. <laughs> It's fine. It's not that serious. (laughs) It's me believing in them. No, don't believe that hard. You know, just these are our guys. These are our friends. These are our friends. Yeah, but money is you know (laughs) you don't have to put money on it. You can just look from afar. Moral Mm. support is all you they need. Yeah. Um. Well, have you had a good week, my friend? We did a podcast on uh on good old. Yeah. Was that was that that was Sunday night? Sunday night, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it came out Monday, but we did it on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you've had a good week? I've had a good week. I mean, any week after Leon uh, Edwards' win is a good week. Well, um, what, have, what have you made of all the, you know, the media, the the debacles, all the There's all a the lot of media. Yeah, there's like, a lot going on. I'm just, I'm like maybe halfway through the Masvidal on Rogan interview. Um, I saw some of Leon's on MMA Hour. I saw mm-hmm. some of Fazeev's. Uh, there's just so much now to watch that it's like hard to to keep up on. Did you see some of uh, Leon's coach on uh, the MMAR? No. Oh, dude! Come on, son! 
Come on, Rocky. <laughs> Don't let him bully you, son. So uh, it was actually really good. I I love that guy. I think he's uh, I think he's just one of the most real dudes in the game. Like after, like you could just tell how much he loves Leon, like mm-hmm. almost like a father figure, more so than a coach. Yeah. And um, even just from the last fight and like the head kick fight, him just how proud he was, and you know those clips. I mean, that's all him in the corner. And listening to him on the MMA Hour this week, he uh, he had some pretty interesting things that he that he said to to Ariel about when Ariel asked him about Bilal. And Bilal getting the next shot, and Colby because he doesn't want Colby to get it either. And I mean, there's there's so much being talked about with that. But he said something pretty interesting about uh, the Bilal Muhammad uh, and Leon fight ending in a no contest with an eye poke. And it was mm-hmm. the first time. And this is a guy who I haven't heard a bad word out of this guy's mouth ever. Um, right. His name is Dave. I don't. I, I'm blanking on his last name right now. But. Um, he uh dude he said that that eye poke was 100% Leon's nail cutting right under his eyeball and blood coming Ugh. from his eye and it really never went in the eyeball. He was saying that if it was if it was the worst eye poke in UFC history like everybody's making it out to be, why didn't he go to the hospital right afterwards and why wasn't there any like actual eye damage? And I never heard it like said this way, but he was like, "That one hundred percent should have been a TKO. Like it shouldn't even have been a no contest." Well, and if um, that's true, if that's true though, that's pretty wild. I'm, I'm just saying, like that is because Bilal was. He said he was rolling on the ground, crying, everything. Like, and it, he said, it, "I'm sure it was traumatic. I'm sure it was painful, but it really wasn't an eye poke." I'm gonna do something unprecedented and defend Bilal Muhammad here. Uh, I did see him in an interview talking about that eye poke. Yeah. Um, and he said that maybe two, three, or maybe, I think the year before or whatever, a couple months before the fight, mm-hmm. um, his like retina detached or something like something really bad happened with that eye. And so, uh, like to the point where he thought he was going to lose the eye. Uh-huh. And then, so that's why he reacted like that in the fight when he got poked. So it might not have been that it was that bad. But it was just enough, and the eye was already compromised, that it was like, damn. So then he was crying because he thought he was going to lose his eye because he had just went through all of that. Okay, but based uh, on what you just said, should that be a no contest or a TKO if it didn't go in the eyeball? Just based off of rules. Like, should it's somebody's It's a no contest. Pass- like, it's nothing happened. It's a mistake, and you can't say he won because of that. It's just a no contest. Uh, but if it's not a genuine eye poke, then... It is a just- genuine eye. Something hit his eye. Something happened with his eye. Regardless if it was intentional or not, mm-hmm. and it and it's gonna mess with the outcome of the fight. I, I, dude, I don't think you should give him a win for that, dude. I was watching that fight with Emily. It was just the two of us watching that one. And as soon as he started rolling around, like screaming on blind and crying, I was like, my heart was just like about to beat through my chest. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like this is yeah. A, it was it was scary. It was super emotional. Like I was, I was like, oh my goodness, because I, I and it I makes mean, sense I, now that he said that is like. He really thought he was going to lose his eye. Yeah, for sure. But um, so where do you stand now with, you know, five days removed? How do you feel about the division, the welterweight division? Like, what do you think should happen? Um, well, what I think the promotion wants to do, obviously, is Colby. Colby and uh, Leon. But Colby or uh, Leon saying that he doesn't want to do that fight, and then he he kind of gets the say over what whether or not that has uh, gets to happen, yeah. which is interesting. I've never I've never really seen a champion be like, no, I'm not gonna fight this guy. I get the say, and I'm gonna fight this guy. It's usually just like, yeah, whoever wants to come get it. Yeah. Um, and I really think his ego wants that Masvidal fight. So, uh, it's really just like whatever happens on April eighth kind of determines you know what's going to happen with the division do you think masvidal could beat uh could beat gilbert i was thinking about this today actually Mm -hmm. um i think it's a very interesting matchup depending on how good masvidal looks like if he has bounced back from the knockout and then kind of just getting neutralized the whole time by masvidal if he can stop 
because uh, he is a good wrestler to his credit. He just faced Usman, who is like you know the best wrestler right. uh, at, at one seventy. But he's always he's always had good defensive grappling. You know, he's or uh, defensive wrestling. He's good on the ground, and obviously his striking is next level. So I think that if he can keep it on the feet, it's a winnable fight. Uh, Gilbert hit, hits hard, obviously, but I don't think they're there on a technical level. Um, so that's that's what sh- it's kind of just like whatever Gilbert is deciding to spend his time on, and if he's effective, um, with his with his uh trying to get him down, then we'll see. Yeah, but if he wants to go out there and strike for three rounds, I could see Masvidal winning that fight, which I think is enough to get him a title shot, regardless if he deserves it or not. I think that's they'll go for it. They'll go with it. That's a big payday too for Leon because I think Leon will easily beat Jorge, and it's a massive payday. And you, the thing is, all Leon's thinking about right now is how many big paydays I can get before somebody mm-hmm. takes this belt from me. And and that's really all he should be, should be thinking about because now he's getting pay per view points. You know he'll be making millions of dollars while he's holding this belt as long as he can hold the belt. Yeah. And Honestly, so, it's smart too. Like he knows he's not a massive draw, right? Um, this is one that's gonna have a lot of heat around it. Oh yeah, he'll get to kind of showcase more of himself. He'd be under bigger lights. So right. why not? It's a no, guy I, that has you know assaulted you technically, yeah. and uh, and he feels like that's an easy fight for him. I mean, why not? Go It'd for be it. massive, massive at the O two. It really mm-hmm. would be. And so, I mean, if Jorge can do this, but he's Jorge is 38 years old and he's got so much going on outside of the octagon. I mean, he's yeah. got he's got Roy Jones Jr. fighting Anthony Pettis the week before the fight. Yeah, that's that's also the other. I don't know. Who knows? I yeah, he just hasn't looked himself the last couple of fights. And, uh, you know, he hasn't been as aggressive there's not that same. I mean, you can't say there's not that same punch, uh, pop on his punches because he did drop Colby. Um, but it's really like if you have that wrestling threat, it kind of neutralizes him. I don't know. Right. I don't know how you get past that. Gilbert's been on a tear, man. Like even yes. even with the loss against Hamza, which is not a loss in anybody's book. Mm-mm. That is, he he's. Uh, I mean, this could be Gilbert's time. It really could be. I mean, Gilbert. I was thinking Gilbert could be the champion when he was taking on Kamara. And that was one of those times where I was like, all right, this is the guy who's going to beat Kamara. Um, it almost I mean, actually he, worked out that way. He was, what, 25 seconds away from beating Kamara. He had him really, really hurt. He yeah. dropped him. And I think he just got kind of lackluster. He was he was super emotional in that fight, too. I think the fact that they were training partners kind of messed with him. And he didn't go into that fight the same that he goes into these other fights. You know, that, like, killer... Seemed like it was tamed a little bit. So, where um, was that fight? Abu Dhabi, also. No crowd, no Wait, with, Gil- with Gilbert? Yeah. Cause no. the was Yes, it? it was. It was because it, it was supposed to be Leon. Uh, and then that fight fell off. Not Leon. It was supposed to be somebody. No, uh, Jorge's then, fought, who's fought, who fought in Abu Dhabi on short notice. It was also Gilbert. Really? Cause, uh, That's what it was. What, Masvidal filled in for Gilbert Burns. That fight? Yes. The first one was because Gilbert Burns fell out like the week before the fight. He got COVID. But why did they so, do that in Abu Dhabi with Gilbert and, and uh, Kamara? Because right now I'm thinking, I'm like, it wasn't in a massive arena. No, no. It was a quick turnaround also. Because uh-huh. that's when Usman was fighting like three, four times a year. Yeah. Um. So it was maybe a couple months later and they were still only doing pay-per-views in Abu Dhabi. So... Or, like, it was the time, it lined up whatever timeline-wise so to where that card was in Abu Dhabi. Because places were still shut down here? Yeah, so they were doing, like, the Apex. Actually, no, no, no. I think it was in the Apex, maybe. Dude, that's... I, I, let that's, me look it up. Dude, that's where my my mind is going. That pay-per-view was at the Apex? Like, my, my mind is Apex for that. Let me check. I know. Like, I'm thinking Apex. UFC 258. Yeah, Apex. Sorry. See? Dude, I know. Like that's, but how crazy is that that they fought in the apex? Yeah, I mean that's a whole other fight, really. If you put that in front of a crowd, um, wow! Imagine if the crowd could have gotten Gilbert to finish him. Man, do you want to hear this card? How some of these matchups? How crazy it sounds now? Yeah, was from Bilal Muhammad versus Diego Lima was on this card. (laughs) 
uh, Macy Barber versus Alexa Grasso was a co-main event. Wow. Ricky Simone was fighting Brian Kelleher. Just like crazy. Uh, Chris, Chris Gutierrez was fighting um, Andre Yule, which is the fight where I think uh, Anik said all the, the child's the custody stuff. <laughs> it was on that card. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I was just listening to some Anik before we started this. I like Dude, Anik and Florian. Is he really? Is he really trying to like slap? Like, what's going on with Kobe and and John? Um, what, what's what is John trying to do? I haven't heard John's reaction. I've heard the threat. I, I have not heard John's yeah. reaction. For anybody who doesn't know, reacted. Kobe has officially threatened John Anik by saying, "John Anik, you're in Boca. I'm down here in Miami." And basically to keep your mouth shut. I mean, he said, like, I don't want your kids to grow up without a dad. That was Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did say that too. And <laughs> that was pretty Jesus Christ. Like, come on, dude. Um Yeah, it's interesting when you threaten somebody's life when you're it's like, can you can you claim, hey, that was just the character? <laughs> like, can you go back yeah. on it? Can you be like, <laughs> Where's that the wasn't... line, dude? <laughs> hey John, you know you know what I was doing there. I was just, you know, doing some wrestling stuff. I mean, yeah, like you're threatening a, a pay-per-view analyst. I mean, what's going on here? The thing is, though, I truly do believe that things like that can happen. I really do believe that he can send a, out a text and be like, "This will, you know, this will be big for both of our names." I don't think that that's what goes on, but I do believe mm. that that could happen. But how is this big for John Anik? Other than I mean, like fighters being like, uh, "I'll beat your ass, Colby, if you try to touch John Anik." I don't know, man. Like, I just think playing into the drama of the whole. Maybe. The world of the world of entertainment, I guess. I'm I know that saying... Bilal stepped up and defended uh, John, saying he said, "I'll slap him right in his mouth." Dude, uh, yeah, I mean, Bilal was on uh, the Anik and Florian uh, podcast this week for a mm-hmm. while. He was going off. <laughs> I can't was... listen to him, man. I'm sorry, Bilal. Yeah. I mean, I didn't click on it to listen to Bilal. I clicked on it because I really like Kenny Florian. I think he's awesome. Kenny Florian is a goat, man. Dude, I really <laughs> enough with this goat. <laughs> no, but he's just—he was just pretty awesome. I like Kenny. He was a cool dude. dude. Or we not just, was he is a cool dude. We were just finishing up dinner, and David had on the the robot uh, battles that he. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, that was so dude. random that he did that. The BattleBots, I think it was called. Well, he's still doing it. It's like a. It's like still a around. Real, yeah, it's like in ah. another season. Like they're they're constantly having new seasons of this thing. And I'm just like, I walk past the TV and I'm like, what is actually going on in this? Is this, I'm like, is this like robots actually fighting? And David's describing it to me and he's like, yeah, this like robot can have a flamethrower. This one could be, you know, in a, in a shape that makes it, it goes very fast and makes the other robots flip if it hits you in the right angle. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, and people are like controlling these with the remotes. And he even said that there's like places in like on the, like, you know, the, the field or whatever they're competing on where like a hammer could drop on it. Like Mm -hmm. they can push the robot to where the hammer is going to fall on it. Yeah. There's stuff that comes up from the floor and like pushes them or uh, flips them. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty in depth. It's cool. I like it. We used to watch it when I was little. Cause I mean, (laughs) it's robots destroying each other. It's like the coolest thing when you're a little kid. Yeah, you would think it would be um imagine okay, imagine if they were robots who looked like humans. And it oh, was like yeah, the yeah. next next level of mixed martial arts, like they're flying through the air and everything. Like can you imagine that? I mean, they kind of did that concept in a movie uh, called Real Steel, but they they don't look like humans, they're just like giant um robots. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like not giant, but but think about like a seven foot giant, or think about a seven foot robot. Yeah, and they're in there like boxing and stuff too. It was cool. That's a movie. But, yeah, it's with uh, Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. Dude, um, I saw a movie this week with uh with uh Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg from last year. Oh yeah, I saw. Do you know what one. I'm talking about? Yeah, Andrew Santino's in it too. Dude, so. About five minutes into it, Andrew Santino starts talking, and you know, as a Santino fan, you recognize that voice anywhere. And I was, that's oh, Andrew yeah. Santino, and that's Emily's like, yeah, Emily's like, who? I'm like, Andrew <laughs> Santino. It was, dude, that movie was pretty decent. Yeah, I think he st- he kind of stole the film. 
uh, Santino. Because, like, you know, there's funny bits. Mark Wahlberg's always pretty good. Kevin's pretty good. But every scene that Santino was in was like, damn, this is really funny. It was. And I think that's just because we love Andrew Santino. But he was also – he was good. But, dude, that scene when his family leaves, when Kevin Hart's family finally leaves and, like, he starts taking his clothes off to start <laughs> masturbating, that was so – like, he's dancing and, like, yeah. and if they just come back in the house and she's like, what's daddy doing? He's like, daddy's playing with himself. Daddy's <laughs> – that was amazing. I watched a movie last night called The Jacket with Adrian yeah. Brody. I hadn't seen an Adrian Brody movie. He's a really good actor. Who is that? Uh, he did The Pianist. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous Adrian actor. Adrian Brody. Yeah. Yeah, it was a trippy one. It's He's like a... I don't know. I'm not going to explain the whole movie now, but it, it was a good movie. <laughs> cool. I check it out. Are you guys... concept. You guys a big movie family? You guys sit down as a family and watch a movie? Um, not... I mean, we do sometimes. Uh, we just watched Dogma, the Kevin Smith movie, together. Okay. Uh, that one I just watched by myself. But yeah, we like movies. We used to go to the movies a lot. Uh, like the theater. But not anymore, right? Movie theaters are expensive, man. Dude, I can't stand movie theaters. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> that makes sense. Why? Why? Because I can't see a movie? What is this yeah, supposed to mean? I'm sure it's just really loud. <laughs> like that, that seems annoying. It's a movie I... just really loud. How about this? How about this? I can't mm. stand it because of how expensive it is. Well, okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's a real testament to how bad it is, guys. Yeah, no, I think I think movies. I mean, think about it. If you're getting like snacks and stuff, and actually not bringing your own snacks in a purse, which is the best thing you could ever do. I mean, right. not that I not that I bring a purse anywhere, but I bring people with purses, and then you gotta you gotta bring your own snacks. But if you bring if you get your snacks there plus a movie ticket, it is it's ridiculous. And you're not going to a matinee. Oh yeah, no. We, I mean, if we do go, it's only matinees because it's like thirty percent off. I know, so it's great, dude. I haven't been to. I told David the la- dude. This is a crazy thing to admit. I'm sorry that I'm about to do this to all of our fans. I'm very sorry. Whoa, whoa, the whoa, last whoa. time, let's think this through before <laughs> before you say this. Whatever this is, the last time I was at a movie theater was Fifty Shades of Grey. What? <laughs> yeah. That's 2015 or something like that? The, the the first Fifty Shades of Grey movie, I think, was the last oh. time I was at a movie theater. Why were you at Fifty don't Shades ask of such, Grey? Don't ask such horrible questions. There were so just many ex- good movies that year. J- just accept Creed it. came as, out that year. <laughs> just accept I mean, it. No, my, Avengers um, Age of Ultron. My, um, my ex was very into Fifty Shades of Grey. Ooh. And um, let's just say... We'll just leave it at that. I I really didn't yeah. like it. I was disturbed. I it's just a that's a scary thing, man. That that whole series is a scary yeah. thing. Any book that makes like uh women globally just horny for the sake of <laughs> a, a rich man who's like genuinely yeah. like abusive. And then they and have the like, weekend singing for it too. It's like, all right. Yeah. It's like, Come it's on. sexy. He's like, he's, he's hitting her. <laughs> yeah. That, that stuff is scary to see. I can't imagine just like hearing that. that <laughs> oh, dude, it's even scarier bad. in my mind. Trust me. My, <laughs> my, my, my mind's eye, I guarantee you is. See, dude, yeah. that's the problem because like there could be like intense, like, uh, like emotional scenes going on. But because of my mind's eye, I'm just in the background laughing. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that guy? I am. I yeah. am. I, I can definitely laugh in very uncomfortable situations just as a coping mechanism. And it, it's usually it's usually not the right thing to do. But I mean, what, okay. but what are they going to say, though? I mean, you going <laughs> to yeah. go get mad at the blind guy? I mean, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, you can't Same like what get... the, you just said. Not like I would have a purse on, but if you did have a purse on, <laughs> who, who's going to be the guy that's like, yo, why are you wearing a purse, dude? <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought this I was, even... <laughs> yeah, I thought this was a knapsack. <laughs> exactly. You, he's like, I have no clue what I'm wearing. Yeah, actually. I thought the, I thought this was a SpongeBob lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I thought this was a satchel. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. Um. But yeah, dude. Um. I went to a food and wine thing last night. With my mom gets like these food and wine tickets, and she's like, "Yeah, come with us." There's like food trucks and stuff. And mm-hmm. Emily and I went, and I told David the list of things that I ate this morning. He thought I was lying. <laughs> he actually was thought I was lying. 
dude, I I must have listed off seventy items. Oh my god! <laughs> At like food truck prices? No, no, it's all free. It all comes with the ticket. Oh, what? Yeah, so like, yeah, you she got it like months ago. So it was like whatever the ticket cost was, and you're just getting like drinks and food and. Is it like samples, or you're getting full blown food? Not, no, 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 like samples. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but, but I mean, I'm seventy ta- samples is a lot of food. Dude, I ate like ahi tuna tacos, jerk chicken Oof. tacos, brisket, prime rib, tacos. garlic chicken on mashed potatoes, like different kinds of like teriyaki rice bowls and noodles and pizza. Like I'm talking, I just kept it, there. There isn't a thing that I didn't eat. It's easier to just mm. to say I didn't eat swordfish. <laughs> yeah, there was no swordfish. That's impressive, man. That you were able yeah. to calm yeah, it down like that. It didn't feel like a lot, though, and desserts and, like, ten drinks. Yeah, I guess, like, <laughs> mentally, if you're like, these are just samples. I'm not eating full meals. You're like, right. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of a, a couple samples. It was a good time, though. That there, sounds great. There was a live band, and my mom had two friends there. And as soon as my mom and Emily walked in to, like, see where there was, like, other food trucks inside, as soon as they walked away, her my mom's friends were like, oh, my God, they're gone. Let's take selfies with Jared. <laughs> what? Dude, without you knowing, older women. No, no, no. With me knowing, dude, older women have the hots for me. I'll just say that. I'll just. I'm putting (laughs) it out there. And and my mom, my mom's friends got right in there as soon as Emily walked away, and they're like, "Let's take selfies." One on each arm. They're both like, "Would your wife be upset if we kissed you?" And I'm like, "No, no, no." She. I was like, "No, no, no." She'd be good. They're both kissing me on the cheek. Literally while Damn. they're taking selfies. Then one of my mom's friends is like grinding up on me. And my mom's other friends like laughing, being like, she's giving you a lap dance. Like it was, dude, it was totally ridiculous. But You've got that but, old lady riz is what the kids call it now. If that's what they call it, that's definitely what I have. And I've had it forever. Yeah. I don't You're know. The Rizzler. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Rizzler. <laughs> yeah. Is that a the is Rizzard that actually, of Oz. That's a thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's like a joke word that when you what, when you what is it where does it come women, from? It comes from charisma, so riz chariz. So, <laughs> so, so if you can if you can pull, they call it riz. Dude, this is why I hang out with you. I yeah. need that youthful knowledge of like what is what's you got <laughs> you just got your hand on the pulse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> I'm everything, everywhere, all at once. I like that. Movie. Well, if yeah. you ever need to know how to attract, you know, 60-year-old women, I'm your guy. Dude, I'm good with old people. Okay. This, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, def- I don't think they have the hots for me. I think that's more of a you thing. Yeah. But uh, I'm a Dude, charming li- young man. She literally said, she goes, I thought he was hot the first time I met him. She goes, I told his that's sister. Weird. She goes, I told his sister, your brother's hot. And she's she like, like 12? No, I met her this year. Oh, okay. <laughs> these are like, no, these right. are like, these are my mom's new friends. She, she's got, okay, some, okay. she's got some pretty sweet old lady friends, dude. Noise. Yeah. Dude. So, but um, we have an amazing UFC card this weekend that we should probably get into at least Maybe. a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> at least a little bit. I'll think about it. All right, we don't have to. I mean, I, I do have more to say about this. Uh, um. Um, selfies. No, I was uh, about Colby Covington. <laughs> I do have more to say about him. Whatever you want, man, man, go for it. Uh, what do you have to say? What is there to say about Colby Chaos Covington? I actually have nothing. It hasn't to say about already him. been no, said. No, yeah. I've got nothing else to say about him. I, dude, I saw the craziest Chael video today. Mm-hmm. Chael put out a video, <laughs> as he does. Right. Very and frequently. It was attacking Joe Rogan for being a druggie. I I, I literally have it written down: tension, chill, and Joe Rogan. You have this. Uh, written, you I wanted it? to bring this up. I didn't watch that, but it's something. It's not that, but it's something else that happened that also is like leading to this weird uh, rivalry. Really? But uh, tell me, I don't. I didn't see it. So okay. So what happened? Chael's amazing. I love Chael. Um, and he put out a video basically saying that, uh, it started off by saying dopers, potheads won. And this world that he used to, he used to love it when potheads, and these are, you know, Chael's words kind of, 
And he basically said that he lo- he used to love when potheads would have to sneak behind, uh, you know, sneak behind a like in an alley and go get high there and then have to like come around the street corner like giggling like they just did something that they weren't supposed to do. And it wasn't this like globally accepted thing that pot has become. And he's like, right. I can, he goes, I can acknowledge you guys won. But he goes, I used to grow up in a world where, you know, I'd be going to school and, you know, my parents would intimidate me by pointing at the druggies on the street and be like, if you if you screw up, you're going to end up like them, like kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that doesn't exist anymore. Now it's just this widely accepted thing where he goes, I don't know who's stoned and who isn't. Like my doctors are stoned. My lawyers are stoned. Everybody. <laughs> and he's like going off. He goes. But the thing is, it used to be this thing where you can just be like somebody says something insane and your logical non-pot brain can say, you know, process it in a different way and go, that guy's on drugs. It doesn't matter what he's saying right now. Mm. And he's literally referencing, he goes, Joe Rogan was talking about how GSP didn't compete against guys at the caliber of the guys today. And he would get beaten by guys today and how he's not the goat or not saying that he isn't the goat, but not the he isn't the best Walter weight out there who, right. who's ever competed. And Chael's like, I've been in the rooms. With the, Chael's like, literally, like, I've been in the room with these guys. I know who's, you know, been in, you know, the practice rooms, the training rooms with GSP. He is the best. He goes, it doesn't matter. He goes, um, you know, it, just because there's higher level of competition nowadays that doesn't discredit one person's skill was what Chael mm. was saying. And man, it was, it was, it was just a really interesting video because it was such like a, I mean, it was a personal attack, but it was also like a, it was one of Chael's most like wild out there videos just to be like, you know, basically just calling Joe Rogan an idiot cause he does drugs and, and, and everybody he's like, we should be, re-entering a world where if somebody does do drugs who says something that you disagree with it's okay because they're foolish because they're on drugs and just let it go they're just on drugs and just be able to like dismiss it because they're on drugs yeah i mean that's also coming i I love chill also but this coming from the guy who like pounded steroids back in the day so i mean where's your line (laughs) first of all and second altering i guess yeah I don't. I mean, I don't agree with uh, what he's saying about like, you know, all that stuff. But I do understand his point about what Joe Rogan is saying specifically, because uh-huh. uh, Rogan's always been kind of like a Usman dick writer. Um, he, he's like that with Connor <laughs> and with Adesanya. He's like, you know, you know, one of those guys. But uh, <laughs> dude, that was a really good Rogan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I like I I agree with Chael's point. Um, just because those guys weren't as great doesn't discredit what GSP did, and I don't think the level is as high as it is now. If you don't have GSP, you know what I mean. There has to be somebody to look up to, look up to, and be like, "Hey, that guy's changing the game. He's making it more technical. He's doing things differently." I mean, if not, you know, someone someone would have had to be the model. You don't just start doing that. So yeah. I don't know. I think GSP is a welterweight goat. I don't think that's. Chael was saying, he goes, name me one guy right now that GSP, uh, that, that would be able to take down GSP and that GSP wouldn't be able to take down. That would be able to take down GSP? Yeah, he goes, name one guy who's out in, that, in, in the Walter Weight division that could take down GSP right now. Maybe Usman? That's it? <laughs> yeah. Maybe? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, uh, You know, the whole time I was listening to it, I was like, you know, I kind of get it because... I do some drugs, I say some crazy shit, and I also think that I'm an idiot. So I was like thinking about it and I was like, you know what? Everything that I say, I I could just call I could put it into the chael category of don't listen to me. Mm. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. But Which I, is um, why we should go into our next segment no, of <laughs> blind dog bets. <laughs> We should, dude. I've got a good one for this week. Oh, let's do it. Let's just go right into it. Yeah. Blind Dog Bets. Hey! What's up? I'm Jared of Blind Dog Bets, and uh, I've got your uh, tasty parlay for this week's UFC in San Antonio, Texas. Um, Yeah, of course I'm going to be taking Trevin Giles and Steven Peterson because they're our friends from this show. 
So um, why don't you parlay Trevin Giles, Steven Peterson, and um, I mean, if you want to take, if you want to go for a, a nice, I don't know. I mean, let's throw a few more on there. Let's throw ah, uh, uh, let's throw Macy Barber. Let's throw Chidi and Jukwani. Mm. Let's throw um, Holly Holmes, and let's do Corey Sanhagen. Yeah, you mind if I throw one in there? Oh, you want to throw one in with me? Manal Cap. Oh yeah, yeah. Alex Perez. Dude, sorry, sorry. I'm taking yeah. Manal Cap. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so, dude, I wish we could add that up right now. I could take my phone out and add it up, but. I, uh, I can much. do it, maybe. I don't know how you would add it up. Uh, D- David, you could do it right now. Oh, or, David. David, David, make this parlay for us. And by the end of this podcast, you'll give you'll give us the odds. But um yeah, I believe the parlay was Trevin Giles, Steven Peterson, Manel. Oh no, Cop. I can do it. Oh, you can do it? Okay. Trevin Giles, Steven Peterson, Manel. Oh, wait, wait, okay. <laughs> slow down, slow down. <laughs> the parlor. So we're going. You said Trevin Giles, Steven yeah. Peterson, Chidi, Manel Kai, Macy, yeah. Macy, Holly Holm. Yeah. And that was it? I did say Sanhagen. Oh, and Sanhagen. I did. And how much I would did. you put on that? How much would I? Well, we have to have a number to see how much the parlay would be. Well, what are the odds of that? Plus two thousand four hundred thirty six. Oh, a plus two thousand. Say you know. put ten bucks on it. Let's see. Ten bucks will win you two thousand dollars. Pay out two hundred fifty three. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two hundred. Yeah. So see, pretty bad bet, honestly. <laughs> it's a lot of favorites. Don't know why you would do this parlay. It's actually all favorites. Well, wait. That's usually a good parlay then. I mean. You got to throw some underdogs in there. Make some real money, you know. <laughs> is this your segment? No, no. I mean, this is... All right. Uh, what's, your par- what's your parlay? That's mine. My parlay? Yeah. Whew. I'm, well, I'm pretty bad with betting. So, also, don't listen to me. But no. uh, I would throw together Marlin Chito Vera, mm-hmm. uh, Nate the Train Landwehr, Manel Cap, Daniel Pineda, Steven Peterson, Trevin Giles, and Duda Vinicius Salvador. That's my parlay. All Which right. actually, now that I think I said it out loud, is also like all favorites except for Cheeto. Literally, so, literally, yeah. the sa- it was basically the same thing. Besides, pretty Cheeto. much. I all just right. like to slander. You people want you want know. an underdog parlay? I'll give you an underdog parlay. Mm. Albert Duraev. Damn. Andrea Lee. Oof. And. Oh, and Cheeto, just those three. Oh yeah, that's a dude. That parlay could hit for sure. Those three, boom. I actually have Andrea Lee in that fight. I don't have Macy Barber, dude. Her length might be a problem. She's really good. Yeah, she's very good. She's dude, scrappy. I think Albert Drive could win if he takes him to the ground. I don't. I don't want that to happen. I want Cheedy to. Dude, I was listening to Cheedy's media day today, and his voice. Cheedy. <laughs> Chidi and Jukwani. Chidi has like dude, it's crazy. Otherworldly power, dude. So he kind of talks like, hey. it's it's yeah. really amazing. Like I'm just like, um, I heard John Anik say that when Chidi talks, you don't even have to go get your testosterone shot because that's what gives it to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Chidi. Yeah, appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome, Sal. But yeah, I think. Th- that's uh, <laughs> that's all for blind dog bets. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, nobody's actually ever gonna take one of my bets. So, no. thank you for the. Or <laughs> you you gotta you gotta end it for us. Oh, uh, I'm Jared of Blind Dog Bets, and thank you for um, thank you for riding with the dog. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> Consistently bad. I mean, who else does it this good? Who else does it this good? Oh. Somebody's going to knock on my door and be like, I put everything on that. <laughs> <laughs> our one subscriber. Yeah. He, he really hey, man. Listened. Hey, man. Our clips have been doing well.
Oh yeah, one hundred thirty-two subscribers. How's your How's your finger feeling from clicking so much? It's getting tired. <laughs> it's getting tired. I might need to hire someone to take over for me. Dude, I could click. Yeah, dude, you can click away. You can hey, click it's pretty. I mean, day that that uh the biz being drunk video is over three hundred. You got the Connor one. That's like hitting two fifty or something from from like yesterday. Yeah. Dude, I think we just have to slander people from the UK and we'll get a lot of views. Oh, dude, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh that's all we got to do here. Just mess with those people. Um do you so you do have a do you have Vera? Yeah. Um I am worried though. Cuz I am aware of how good Corey is and how slow Cheeto can be sometimes. Yeah. Um because if he can't, I know Corey is really tough. If he can't finish Corey, it could very well be one of those five rounders where it's like, damn, Cheeto, I know you had good moments, but you spent so much of it calculating and, you know, not really getting any offense off that it looks like a clear Corey win. So I, that's what worries me. But if he's on top of his game like he should be, um, I'm sure he'll get it done somehow. I just don't know how. It's a, it's a weird matchup. Yeah, it's. It kind of sucks because I love yeah. them both so much. Like it's hard for me to even pick one. Well, you're you're uh, you're the San Hagen fan. San See, dude, you remember the song? Of course, because it's stuck in my head. Because it's a hit. San <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> we gotta make it. We gotta put it out and release it for Fight Week, dude. There's. Very few songs that I remember as much as the San Hagen song. Yeah. He I, I don't know, he was just like one of the first fighters that I really just resonated with. It was just his you know, him talking about the art of war and just mm. all of that just it just hit home. I mean, I know it'll be an exciting fight. Um and the energy should be pretty good in there. It's a it's a good card in Texas. So, you know. They like to throw down over there. Are you going to have some barbecue for the day? I think we're doing fish and chips. Oh. Yeah. We're going a little UK. We should have done that technically last week. That, but yeah, that's a very interesting choice. Going fish and chips. You know, dude, I was I was looking up the card today, and then I realized there is no UFC next weekend. What? Yes. I had <laughs> I was under the illusion that next week was UFC 27. Is that but in two it's weeks? Not next week. It's in two weeks, dude. That's exciting, though. Ooh, that is exciting, and that's what makes this week of no fights even worse. Because it's just two weeks of build for the fight, dude. We have one fighter who's been on this podcast who's on that card, a uh, a Chris well, Barnett, yeah. Mister Beast Bull. I would say we almost had two, but you know, it's okay. It'll it happen. Okay. It will happen. It'll it happen will eventually. It will, but but right now, we've got him to root for. Which is exciting. Oh, yeah. I almost like, let's just not get him before that fight so we don't have to root for two people. <laughs> Make it harder on ourselves, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm super excited for Nate the Train this weekend. Yes. You, you, I, Nate the train. When I was doing my parlay, I totally forgot because he, he would have been in mine as well. Austin Lingo is, is legit too, though. Um, this is a good matchup. He wasn't supposed to fight Austin Lingo originally, though. Caceres. He was supposed to. Caceres, that's who it was. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's a nice card. Yes, I'm very excited for it. I'm very, very excited for this weekend. And you know that the time is 7 p.m. for main card. Okay. Back to normal-ish. Yeah, normal-ish. So prelims will probably be at 4, 5. I love it. Yeah. I mean, this card goes deep, too. Like, even that, that opening bout is Victor Altamirano versus Vinicius Salvador. Those are two prospects. For um, sure. Just right off the bat, and a Mexican in Texas, so that should be fun. Uh, yeah, deep card, good matchups, fan favorites. You know, it's gonna be a good one. Heck yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna have burritos. Of course, <laughs> this guy. We we seriously have to get some kind of burrito sponsorship. I mean, it's insane. How consistently you're pounding these burritos down. I know, man. Eventually, these burritos are just going to... 
I, I might have to stop eating burritos if I don't get some kind of sponsorship. Yeah, just like just put go on strike for burritos until yeah something pops up. I'll start eating fish know. and chips instead. Chipotle, what's a major burrito place? Dude, mm-hmm. I grew. Dude, talk to your dad. Your dad and I used to go to Chipotle together all the time. He'd pick. Yeah. Your dad would pick me up from school, and we would go to Chipotle every single time. He'd pick me up. He told me a story one time that like <laughs> that. Uh, one time he just like walked away and left you in the store and you were like, yo, <laughs> where are you? There? Why yeah. isn't he following me? <laughs> uh, are you going to get me? I guess he doesn't want his burrito. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird guy, huh? <laughs> he just walked in and ordered and then yeah. didn't want to come. <laughs> we're, we're taking this to go. <laughs> yeah. I haven't yeah. had Chipotle in a while, man. It's always it's good, man. Good too. It's it always is. good. Yeah, they're consistent, dude. Have you ever had uh, food from Wawa? Yeah, actually, at, when we went to UFC Orlando um, after the fight, it was pretty late. Yeah, and like none of the fast food was open. Right, and we were trying to find something to eat real quick because we, we we didn't eat before or no, we did. I had like a slice of pizza before we went to the fight, uh, and then we just had some popcorn in the arena. But so we were pretty hungry when we got out. Nothing was open, and the only thing open was Wawa. Was this and your we first got time? Subs, uh, eating food. Yeah, I'd been to Wawa, okay. but I had okay. I had their food. And you got and some I subs. got an Italian sub. Yes, really good Italian sub. <laughs> and he got it like a Philly cheesesteak, which was also really good. I mean, they can throw down. Dude, I had my first Wawa experience Friday night. It was super late. Emily and I went uh, out downtown to celebrate our one year of being engaged because we got or we got engaged a year ago we're we are married but we got engaged a year ago last friday and we basically celebrated ago. celebrated the exact same way that that the day we got engaged we were at an orlando magic game and we uh oh, I, pro- I proposed to her on top of the arena so oh, cool. i took her out to the same restaurant that we went to for dinner that day and we went basically like bar hopping downtown and then ended up on top of the arena again at their it, it's really cool they've got a it's called like their skyline bar i'm pretty sure and just like on top of the arena it's very nice like just you know it's it, it's always quiet up there um was mo bamba up there of course <laughs> <laughs> did you see paulo bancaro by any chance <laughs> yes markel fultz was yeah <laughs> fultz um but so afterwards we couldn't get burritos because, you know, burritos are safe for fights on Saturday. Right. And, dude, our burrito spot, which is amazing, is open till 3 in the morning. Damn. I know. That's the crazy thing. So it's like it's always your go-to um, late at night. I'm a Burger King guy. Burger King's always closed <laughs> at nighttime. It's the best. It's the best fast food burger. Oh, you agree? Oh, heck yeah. It's the best fast food burger. Thank we go you. As a, we don't go to, like, to nice family dinners. No. We go to Burger King as a family Dude, we eat Burger King. You That's guys all love Burger King. Is, it's my favorite. Bur- <sighs> I've always, I've always been a Burger King guy. It's so good. Um, it's not good for your butthole the next day, but <laughs> in the moment, it's awesome. It's awesome. Some Does onion it, rings. Oh yeah, they're good there for sure. Yeah, with for the zesty sure. sauce, they call it. Yeah, I think it's pretty funny. But dude, she brought me to a Wawa, and I, I walk in there, and I was, I was feeling pretty, pretty good. And I walked into this Wawa, and she goes right up to a computer, and she's like reading off of a menu. I was like, "What is this place?" Like I thought it was a. I'm like, what I is thought this you magical could... place. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, it felt like that. There's like yeah. lights everywhere and a computer screen. <laughs> and... There's like people in there, dude. <laughs> What's going on? And I was like, I thought this is where cars get gas. Yeah. And she's like they, she's reading off the menu they have like burrito bowls and brisket and sandwiches and she's like they're known for their sandwiches and paninis and mm. dude so i got a, like a turkey sub like a huge like basically what you would get from like subway but like even on better bread right i truly was in shock oh and i had core ranch doritos with it which is <sighs> dude have you had the sweet thai sweet thai chili uh doritos no. Oh my god. Do you I mean do you like spicy food? Do I like sweet Thai chili is the real question. And that's yeah, like one of my dude. that is truly one of my favorite flavors on earth. They're killer, dude. They're killer. I could pound the whole oh! bag. Yeah. They're in really? a, they come in a purple bag. Oh. You gotta try them out next time. Dude, I'll just look around the grocery store for the purple bag now. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep an eye out for it, brother. <laughs> if you ever see a blind guy walking around your yeah. grocery store going, Where's the purple bag? Purple! <laughs> purple! Purple! Um, that's me. But yeah, dude, I was blown away by how good Wawa sandwiches were. It's um, I- I've heard yeah, such good things, and now I know. Yeah, now I know. But um, dude, if there's anything else you want to say about um anything, now, <laughs> I now don't think your, so. I think everything chance. has been said, man. My camera's about to die. This is perfect timing. Cool, man. I mean, it's been good. Yeah. It's been good. It's been yeah. Real. I'm, I'm sure we'll uh, reconvene. I don't know if you want to do another special show. Uh, it seemed to, to do pretty well post-fight. Special show. Special yeah, dude, we, show, can always, I mean, we can always do special shows. Let's do, let's do special shows because we're special people. Yeah, we're definitely special people. And it's good to yeah. give this uh, special show a fighting chance. Oh. oh. I mean, every and, week, just creative. Thank you so More much creative. for tuning in to another episode of A Fighting Chance. Please hit the like. Please subscribe. And please share with your friends. And please, be you. Yeah. yeah. Also, comment if you disagree with us about anything. <laughs> on, on everything. Go, go ahead and yeah. leave a comment. And yeah. uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Peace>. <laughs>